podcast like the second good episode of February, where all the games come to play. You got Crossfire X on Xbox. Oh, God. That's <laughs> I don't even remember game. what the hell that is. No, yeah, I had to look no. it up. Apparently, it was Remedy, a really good trailer, but not a lot of gameplay, apparently. Apparently, Remedy did the single-player version for it, and that got a three. Oof. And mm. uh, the multiplayer component um, was done by a different studio, and that got a two. Huh. It's just horrible in every direction. I, I saw no reason to download it at all, and it's free. So, Well, if it's free, you should check out the single player. There's a single player campaign here, and it's supposed oh. to be terrible. That's your wheelhouse. Well, Terrible Shooters is my wheelhouse, but I've exactly. been playing something else that's terrible. So, Oh, well, what, what have you been playing, Jim? Well, I, we, we mentioned the, the Eurojank JRPG, right? Yeah. The last I'm still time. playing the Eurojank JRPG. What's the name I'm of this one again? Edge of Eternity. Edge of Eternity. Okay, go on. It is... So let me tell you what it does terribly. Oh, shit. What? I'll be right back. Uh-oh. There better not be a fire or something going on down there. Better not be. No, that'd be bad. Mm-hmm. Or a pipe burst? Oh, I feel like it would have heard it, like an alarm go off. Maybe. Maybe there's a delivery? He has He has gotten food delivered. This would not be the first time, no. In the middle of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what is was it, that? Is it food-related? No, that's not food-related. Oh, well, we just thought you might have gotten a delivery, because that's no. happened before. Uh, true. No, this is, this is not a delivery. <laughs> just had to walk right. into another is room it, and walk is back. Is it DiGiorno? No. <laughs> Although I am I, I'm getting pizza tonight. Tonight is my Friday, of course. Ah. Wait, wait. Is there someone else in the house? No, <sighs> no, but it, I know what sounds like. I know what sounds like there is. Like, did you hear that just now? No. no. The thump? Oh, yeah, no. That's just Harley. Harley is just a very big cat. Yeah. Oh. And when he thumps around, it does sound like a person walking down the stairs. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so okay, so Edge of Eternity, the French-made JRPG, has a interesting crafting system. Uh-huh. Okay, like where you have you can craft weapons, you can craft armor, you can craft materials for crafting. Right, all of this is is accomplished at different tables in town. So you walk into a town. And you find this little clutch of tables. It'll be your weapons crafting table, and your armor crafting table, and your crafting materials crafting table. So you walk over to the weapons crafting area, and you say, I need X and Y. And you go over to the crafting table for crafting crafting items, and you look at the crafting menu and the crafting table for the crafting of crafting items, and you say, okay, I need to do this and this, but these are both third-tier crafting items. I need to craft levels one and two of that, and each of those have stuff that I'm missing, which is fine. So I needed to leave the crafting table for crafting items and go to the crafting store, which is usually next door, but not always. It could be like down the hallway or down, uh, like down the block. So we're so talking about a PS2 there. game. No, we're oh, talking about... Oh, yeah. No, no not, I mean, like, not, this is PS2 era, like, oh, we don't really give a shit about your time at all. No, no, you know, you know what this is? This is MMO design philosophy. This is no, how maybe. it's laid out in MMOs because uh, the armorer is a different job. It's a different sub job than being someone who does um, who does weapons. So it is all split up like that in MMOs. But the point is, there is you get to a new town, and the first thing you do is you go to the person selling blueprints. Okay. You buy out all his blueprints, and then you go to the weapons area and say, "What can I craft?" And then that, it takes you twenty minutes of walking back and forth to get that done. Mm. And then you go, "Hey, I can make some armor too," and that's twenty more minutes. <laughs> It could all be accomplished in one menu if they wanted to, but they didn't. They didn't. Why? 
Why would they do that? Why I would don't he know. why would he play this when he could be playing Dying Light 2? Um I I play it because it is it is intellectually not challenging. It is it is simply there right now. Um and that's what I need right now. I need something that's just kind of on the screen that I'm having impact on that is not being too difficult. Um, the combat hasn't really moved much because it seems like most of the time you only have two two characters in your party, the brother and sister, that are the two two protagonists. Okay. I've had a third person come and go once, and I have another third person in there. And this guy is a lot about like status effects, but battles don't last long enough for status effects to do much. So yeah, it's kind of like this guy is there. He'd be huge against a so, boss, though. Could be, yeah. He, he also he status effects, and he also is a tank, where he like he, he, hmm. he can pull aggro. Uh-huh. But stuff is dead so quickly that it doesn't seem to make a difference at this point. Um, I, I'm still playing it because that's what I do. The the one thing it does well is that the 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 sibling dynamic between the two protagonists is actually very well written. As soon as they're not talking, you're just reading stuff. They're believably brother and sister. There's this weird kind of like constant fighting, constant love. You know, he's the older sibling, but she's in charge because she's the smart one. He's just the soldier. It's it just. It's a very believable sibling mechanic right there, hmm. um, which is good. The story has gone. What's interesting with the story is that it's it's basically the end of the world, and most people have kind of given up. They're like, you know what, the world is ending. I'm just going to live my daily life until the, until we're done. Hmm. And that's actually brought up because the heroes, the guy, is like, I kind of envy these people who have decided they're not even going to try anymore. They're just going to live what they do what they can until this war washes over the rest of the world and kills everybody. And he's actually kind of jealous of that level of complacency because he's always depressed because he's trying to do things and he sees yeah. these things, whereas the general public has basically given up. And that, that's very zen. Caring is the first step towards being sad about something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, the funniest thing in this is there there are no chocobos, but there has to be a chocobo equivalent, right? Okay. And and it's it's you don't ride them, but there's these little fat, they look like baby chicks, but they're larger than chickens, right? Okay. And there's a side quest where you learn that they only lay eggs if they're happy. Hmm. But the only thing that makes them happy is the suffering of others. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to go out in the world and find these chickens, and the chickens are just sitting there staring at people suffering in the world. Like there's a woman crying at a gravestone, and there's a chicken there just kind of look, looking at her, just amused. So you have to go and find them all and bring them back, and then they won't lay eggs because you took them away from their sadness. So the main character tells, starts telling war stories, takes all night, but the chickens are suitably depressed now and they're laying <coughs> eggs because they're happy with his depression. Okay, I, I just love, love the idea of chickens that won't lay eggs unless they're happy, but they're only happy when it rains. So yeah. it's just kind of... <laughs> no, I thought I, that was fairly clever. No, I did. I do, I do like that. But everything else you said about this game, I don't want to play this game. No, <laughs> like I, you, would, you, would, you would hate it. You would, you would, would not enjoy this it. this like a brick wall. <laughs> oh, pretty, yeah, very much so. It's, it's one of those that every once in a while it stumbles into something visually interesting. So there's the whole idea of the corrosion, which comes out, which is a disease. They don't know how you get it. But when you do, it just basically breaks you down into mush. Literally, you, it corrodes people to just biomass. Now, does this happen like instantly? Like, I didn't even no, know he was corroded. No, it takes time. Or like someone's like lying on the deathbed and they reach for you and their hand is melty. No, it's, that's that's how it is. You, oh, you catch yeah. it and then you become like, they're like lepers. You set up leper colonies, things like that. That's fucking awesome. So, okay. But it also affects the environment. It's basically any biologic matter that gets it is just broken down into biomass. Well, 
it, it collects in areas, and they call them clockwork forests because there's other mechanical stuff in there. Okay. And you're walking through, you, 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 you have found the one person who has survived this. And he doesn't know how he did it, but you're with him. He's in the party now because you're trying to find the cure for the corrosion. This is the tank guy. This is the tank guy, yeah. Okay. And you're walking through, and, and one of the two characters, one of the two characters, I think it's the guy with the giant sword, says, is that a limb? And you look, and this biomass has basically coalesced into a 20-foot arm reaching out of the ground. It doesn't mm. move, just there, reaching for something. And the Neat. tank goes, oh, yeah, that, that's a limb. And, 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 and brooding cloud wannabe guy goes, guy goes, do they move? And tank guy goes, mm, usually not. <laughs> and it turns out that this entire clockwork forest is the, the closer you get to the center, there are more and more of these giant arms all reaching towards the center. And in the middle of it, they have created a bust of their god. <laughs> and it's like out of nowhere, it stumbles onto something that with better art design could have been fucking creepy. Mm. But I'm looking at it going, well, that's good. But man, if you had some artists on staff, that could have been really good. <laughs> so this is like a... Slay the Spire thing, where like you almost had something, buddy. Yeah, but, you're, uh, it's it's it's, it's no, so close. no. Slay Slay the Spire is mechanically brilliant in but terms visually, of game design. Is brilliant, but it's that's like, what this Alex is going. The, with. the game yeah. design no. of this is terrible, so, like, but the story it, is kind of interesting. It's just fucked either, either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's. I mean, it's made by a tiny team of French guys who want to make a JRPG, and that's what they've done. And it's it's Eurojank. It's Eurojank, and I'm fine with that. It's 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 somehow at the end it's kind of endearing. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be too long for its own good though, because I'm at like 35 hours and I'm about to go to another continent. I'm like, wait, come on, I want to be wrapping up here soon. So we'll see. Well, I mean, yeah, a French piece of art that fetishizes sadness. I never thought I'd see it, but uh, okay. <laughs> okay, Alex. A week ago, mm-hmm. I convinced you to go out and buy Sifu. You did. And that night you were emailing like, wow, Sifu is really good. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And then nothing. Uh-oh. Well, I've had a, I've had a, I've had a hell of a week. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. I was worried you like got to the second boss of Sifu and like, okay, I'm done. With no, this. I've, I've barely touched anything at all. It's, uh, it's, uh, I don't think I'm going to get this job, but I don't. What? Know. Oh. What happened? They've been asking a lot of questions on jobs I got fired from in like 2013, 2014. Did you? And, did you uh, did you quit your current job? Not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. And I've actually I've made sure like, hey, if this doesn't work out, can I still work here? And they're like, yeah, we're actually freaking out about trying to replace you. I'm like, oh, thanks. So but, you don't yeah. have like a letter of offer from this other place yet? No, they said I have the job. Oh. But there's a but... ten year background check, and there are accountants. Oh, and that's fine. Fucking merciless. That's fine. That's fine. I've had to just rehash the single most humiliating moments of my entire life, and I have not been having a good time. Well, I don't know. That's that sounds very mature, though. Right, but that, that's the way forward. I think. I think keep hope alive, young soldier. <sighs> Be positive. Be positive. Everybody's got something in their work history. That think right, think about my... Jerry Seinfeld in B movie. He hooked up with a human. <laughs> <laughs> something. Something so far beyond what any B had ever imagined. I. I did he not got, know that was a he thing. Got, he got Renee Zellweger away from, uh, oh, come on, who's Putty? Come on, Alex. Oh, God. Michael um, Warburton? Is that the yeah. name? Yeah, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Warburton. He got Renee Zellweger away from Patrick Warburton, and he was like an inch and a half tall. 
that that movie is a fever you, dream. <laughs> you could get this. You can still. Have I don't know. Part of me job. feels like I've already lost it because they they found a job I forgot I had and left off my rap sheet. Oh, oh, so they think you lied? Yes, they do. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I'm For already sure. kind of. They're over accountants, it. though. They're this accountants. is what they do. The right? only reason I can remember all my jobs is because I haven't had more than six. I know. Well, I'm unlucky like that. Well, I wouldn't say I've been lucky. I'm just coming on this. I said I'm uh, unlucky like that. Yeah, no, I'm. No. Now I'm got to count here. Hold on. I'm just lazy. When? Yeah. Are you counting two, how many jobs you've had? Three, four. All right, one, two, five. Nine, but I've had no gaps of longer than a week. I've had I've had some gaps, but I've got six. Anyway, yeah, like they were like, we don't want any gaps longer than six months, and thank God I managed to get that on my side. I managed to beat the first level of Sifu without dying. Hey, hey, twenty forever. Yes, I got to level two at age twenty. And level two just kicked the shit out of me. Like, just rocked my world. I can't Is that hallway boss. you posted in level one? That's level one. Okay. And um, and so I went back to level one and just and just started having fun with it and decided I wanted to see how, how high I could get my combo counter. So I've got from the start of the level all the way through that hallway, I'm able to maintain a combo counter of five, which ups your score, which allows you to get better shit when you hit a shrine. Um... The problem being, I became so obsessed with perfecting it, as in, like, never getting hit, that every time I would get hit, i just go, okay, start over and start another run. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, and I do have a hitless version of the hallway fight, but I didn't post it because I just didn't like the choreography of it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, but that stopped me from enjoying the game. Like, I was trying to be perfect at it, and instead I didn't just try to learn the second level. And so I was able to go back to Dying Light 2 and really enjoy it. Really enjoying Dying Light 2. Happy for you. Alex, what are your feelings on the new grappling hook in Dying Light 2? I hate it. I figured you would. (laughs) Uh, It's not a grappling hook. It's a Tarzan vine. No, uh, it's a a swing. It's a swing. But you can swing off of literally anything. Yeah. And the problem with the grappling hook in the first game is you point it at a ledge at the top of a roof. You fling it, and then you are pulled to that roof. That's it. It trivializes the parkour of the game. That's true. This is skill-based and physics-based. It's like Bionic Commando Remastered or Spider-Man. It's fucking awesome. You have to aim it and then throw it. So you leap off into space. You look above the thing you want to hit. You fall a little bit. You fling it into the thing, and then you swing. It feels wicked. You upgrade it, and you can pull enemies with it. Um... I love the grappling hook, and what pissed me off about the second area was I immediately went to the tallest fucking building and walked around it for probably an hour and a half trying to figure out how to get up there. And going up to every neighboring building and trying to fly over to a spot where I might be able to climb this ultimate tower, it drove me crazy. It pissed me off so much. I just started um, exploring other areas and doing story missions, and then the story took me right back to that fucking tower. I should have known. Uh, yeah. Yes, I should have known it was a story location, but once you clear that tower, 
you get the grappling hook. The music as you climb the tower is so joyous. It's like, yeah, we're doing it. We're finally doing it. And and John Williams from Star Wars is like, I'm going to give this my all. And just, <laughs> and just blowing awesome music at you as you're, as you're flying along the outside of this thing, like a mile and a half above the earth. Um, and then you end up with the grappling hook, which makes the second area the way it needs to be. And play the way it needs to play. Like you can, you you can actually use the gra- grappling hook, Alex, and scamper vertically up a wall. You can okay. use it. You you just have to repeatedly do it. You hook into the wall; it will pull you into it. You jump off the wall; you hook into the wall; it pulls you up. You do it like four times to get up a two-story building. But you could do it. Hmm. Um, That's actually how Halo Infinite's grappling hook, grappling hook worked, honestly. Um, <laughs> it goes straight up. No, I'm just saying it's close. Hmm. But, like, could you swing off shit with this grappling hook and Halo uh, Infinite? You could swing off the ground. You could jump and then hit the ground and use it to shoot you forward. Okay, but, like, if you were... Oh, yeah, is there ever a roof above you or something above no, you to hook off that, of? It's, Halo's not that vertical. That's okay. That's a weird grappling hook then. So, yeah, like, I fell back in love with Dying Light 2. I'm so grateful for it, and I'm so sad I'm not going to finish it anytime soon. It's too big. It's really no, fucking big. No, and the, the leveling that to, and the leveling to me felt glacial. No, but it's definitely once again a game that gets both funner to play and way easier the further you get into it. Yeah, I, yeah. Because like you're running around, I'm running around right now with a sword that does like 230 damage. Uh, zombie comes for me. I turn. I may lay him once, and his head goes flying. Hmm. You know, like you feel really, really powerful. I've got like 20 inhibitors or I've got 20 inhibitor upgrades in my stamina. It's like, I'm just, I've never run out of breath anymore. It feels really, really cool. My health is a little low, but whatever. <laughs> I'm love. I'm really grateful for dying light too. I'm loving it right now. Alex, have you watched any awesome TV or anything this week? I have not finished Priestmaker yet. Unfortunately, I, I did start righteous gemstones, but yeah, Oh, I didn't start righteous gemstones yet. It's funny. Uh, um, I've, I'm caught up on raised by wolves. Okay. Well, what's going on there? Do you want me to spoil shit? Well, what was I going to say? Uh, I, I've i seen the first two. Yeah. Um, it just it just keeps on... This season kind of began, or the last season ended and this season began, by taking everything you know about the current power dynamics and what's going on and just going, Reep! and turning them upside down. And uh, the season keeps doing that. And they've done it again. Uh, with episode four, where everything, kind of the whole power dynamic of of what's going on in this crazy sci-fi world has just completely been inverted. And you don't know what's going to happen next. So yeah, hmm. it's, I'm digging it. There's like a crazy sci-fi, there's a crazy thing called a, a bio-bomb? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a biological bomb. And I, I, I read that in the episode description and was like, well, I don't I have no idea what that means. Is that... I think I know what that is. I just, I, it was, it was crazy. It was a really interesting um, sci-fi war concept that hmm. I had just never like. It, it, it's you been kill everything biological, and the city stays. Um, is that what it is? No, no, that, that's oh. not what it is in this case at all. It's, it's a really, it's an, almost an assassination attempt. Ooh, um, okay. It's really interesting, and it has really interesting implications for the story. I'm really curious to see where it goes, and I am so hyped. After the podcast, I'm going to order myself a pizza, go downstairs, watch the season finale of Peacemaker. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, God, Alex. 
Are you not caught up on Peacemaker? Oh no, I've seen them all. I've, 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 yeah. Have you seen the season finale? Not, not that, but okay. um, up to seven. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, the, I mean, the, I w- the sight of the cow at the end of episode seven. Yeah, that was. It's like that thing's too cute to be evil. I don't know. I'm hyped to see that thing die. I think. I, just, that, I think. I think that thing's going to erupt as a Mothra. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But he's got that little buck tooth. Well, he's adorable. But yeah, we gotta kill. It's just I I love that 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 John Cena has done something that you guys are really enjoying. He this it. is a performance of a lifetime. He's having a blast. He is like it. It knows exactly what it is. It is it is a B level thing, but it's but perfectly it's, happy being what it is. It, it's so fun and competent at that. It's and the guy, little, pl- yeah, the it's guy almost, playing vigilante is funny as shit. Yeah, it's almost. The thing is, what makes it so successful is that it's it's everything surrounding it, like the performances, the writing, the direction, is all way better than uh, the world in the suits. Like the dragons, the white dragon suit in episode seven. God, that looked cheesy. It did. That looked and like something out of a Kamen Riders thing. It, it did. And unfortunately, like I wish the Nazis would do Nazi ass things. Instead yeah, of instead of being... just being like laughable goofballs. Yeah, and it's it's not. It's like Tarantino See, started that, and everyone else was like, "That's how you do it." No, in Tarantino's case, they were doing Nazi things. <laughs> they were doing that thing. They yes. were trying to lynch a black guy. True. And in this, they're just kind of toughs, prison toughs. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There's so there's no point. context to their racism. No. They just say they're racist. It's a, it's a problem for me. True, but I feel again, this is this is a movie that's addressing those things from the perspective of a white storyteller. Yeah, and I'm not sure James Gunn wants to go there and show these guys doing race violence against you know like then don't uh, make them Nazis spouting the N word at at the black characters. Don't make like, them Nazis, just make them a gang. No, it's this, yeah. in the com- I'm sure it's from the comics that Peacemaker's yeah. dad is this white dragon character, or whatever. Um, I don't know. No, that's not fucking. I, I, me, I guess. Yeah, and like, wait, 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 wait. you know what? That's a little like, backstory you know what that's on like? how that's like being down on a narrative that takes place in a world where there would definitely be sexual violence because it doesn't feature enough sexual violence. I I appreciate that that would probably occur in these post-apocalyptic scenarios. Like I rewatched uh, Doomsday. Remember that one that like uh, the end of the world happens in Scotland, and only the uh, hottest brunette in the world can save us. And she's got to go. Well, she's got. She's got to. She's got to go into Scotland and all do like Mad Max shit. And Malcolm McDowell leads the bad guys. You never saw Doomsday, Alex. I never saw Doomsday. Fuck, <laughs> it's good. Okay, Mad Max. Fine. Let's take Mad Max as an example. Like it never comes up. It never comes up in Mad Max. I'm fine with it. It never bothered me. Hmm. Does it bother it kinda you? Kind of did in in Fury Road. The whole like, well, anyway, that's oh. not the point. Um, well, he was using the breeding it was, stock. It was definitely, you know, a hundred percent. Well, no, it was it was part of the story. It was, yeah. it was, it was part of the story, but it also is not a movie that literally, fe- like, it features uh, clear emotional violence and abuse. Like, I'm not trying to downplay that at all. Obviously, Immortan Joe is a bad guy and deserved to have his face ripped off by Furiosa in the end. I'm not debating any of that, but. That movie, I don't think I would have enjoyed that movie more if there had been a scene where we saw Immortan rape one of those girls. No. True. It made its point without having to be gross about it. 100%. There we go. Um, That's where we're going. Okay. So, Alex, you're suggesting that perhaps it could do that similar thing without being gross about it. It could. But the thing itself is gross. Yeah, but... Look, we're on HBO. We can make make a point here. 
and it felt like it just seems less like yeah trying to avoid something it seems lazy it seems like you or cowardly yeah cowardly like we you, you hate white white supremacists right we can do whatever the hell we want to these guys right and then it doesn't really there's no context to the racism they need to do no, a racist thing. Okay, but I don't have. Okay, when I watch, um, Inglorious Bastards, mm. it doesn't bother me that the Nazis aren't racist enough. You know, like when you're watching but, Indiana okay. Jones. When you're watching I'm Indiana like, Jones. Okay, Indiana I'm Jones, like, perfect example. What Nazi esque shit did the Nazis do in Indiana Jones beyond stealing art? And yet, like a zombie. It is righteous to shoot them in the face, and we're fighting with it. The first fifteen minutes of the Glorious Bastards about. Yeah, you know it's the milk scene, and it's amazing, and I... it's a Nazi being a Nazi doing a horrible Nazi thing. Yes, but again, the movie is poorer for not having that scene. I can I hundred percent agree. Um, but it also didn't feel as traumatic to me as Schindler's List, which kind of like wallowed in the horror of what they did. It did. Especially those kids that were in the latrine. Oh, God. That's the worst part. Anyway. Um, Indiana Jones. You gotta bring that up. Indiana Jones. Yeah, let's get away from the kids in the latrine at Schindler's List. Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in. I'm really fun at part. These these Nazis are serving serving a narrative purpose. They 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 are zombies. They are Nazis. They are white supremacists. They are funny to kill. Yep. And, and Steve A.G. lets him have it. Steve A.G. The the nerd guy. Um, oh, oh, he yeah. He jumped back to yeah. Peacemaker. Oh, Steve, I see in my head I pronounce it Steve Agee. I'm pretty sure it's A.G. I have no idea. It's a weird, it's a weird spelling. Um, yeah, it's kind of hilarious how he keeps on showing up and out badassing everyone. Oh, yeah, so I was watching last week's episode where Judo Master and Harcourt fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta play Sifu after this because <laughs> because that, that was just some good kung fu in this Peacemaker show. It really was. So Sifu is getting a physical release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in, announced months ago. Yeah, well, that means I'll actually get to play it because I'm not going to spend money on this uh, real money. But I'll put the disc in my system when it shows up mm-hmm. here. Okay, but once you get to the end of your first. Like, once you get to 75 and die and it makes you start over the current level you're in, are you going to be done with the game? I don't know. I don't know. Because it, it almost... It, when you were first describing it, it felt like an old school NES action game, like Contra yeah. or something like that. Uh, well, I... Wasn't there a game called Kung Fu that was like a 2D side-scroller? There was. That's the one that reminds me of most. 100%. So, we'll but see. it's way better. The combat is so much better. Well, yeah, Kung Fu had like... Like punch and duck kick. That's all there was. <laughs> I had a parry. I, I think I've got three videos up right now on the YouTube page. Three? I only saw that one. Going to YouTube. This is good content for the listener. He's singing what he's doing. Okay. The three videos are called Wrath of Saragami, which shows this. Okay, the sword. So remember last week I was talking about the sword and you parry and then you smash. And I got this new sword in Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer that lets you smash three times off a parry. And you can smash a guy, which totally destroys his block and leaves him open and deals like six times the damage of a normal strike. And then you can turn to the guy beside him and smash him and then smash him again. And what this 34 second video is, is just me parrying, I think, 
four times max and destroying an entire wave of enemies in Ghost of Tsushima on multiplayer. Did you pull out all your Overwatch videos? Yeah, they're gone. Why? Just like the block. Let the old <laughs> things die. This is the way of the world. Okay, that's fine. Entropy and decay. Making sure you were aware they were gone. I'm like, I look oh, at yes. your I'm like, there's three videos on your thing. There are here. three videos. And and these will be gone by the end of the week when I find something new to update. Oh. I know, no, it's a it's an art installation about, about <laughs> the, the eph- ephemerality of all things in life. It's just transitory videos. They That's just right. come when they're gone. That's right. That's right. So you might get to see it. And then there's uh, there's a one minute eleven second video called Sifu with practice, and that's me that's getting the hallway, that's yeah. me getting through the hallway. They break my c- combo once, but I immediately uh, do a taunt and get it back up to five uh, five multiplier. You, you should have totally just called that. This is totally not old boy because it's totally the old boy fight, hundred percent. But that's done intentionally. It's brilliant. I know. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, and then. <laughs> Uh, so Alex, you got the grappling hook, so you climbed the tower. There was a point in Dying Light 2 where you're going up an elevator with a bunch of military guys, uh-huh. and they're just sitting there, and this, you know, the, the funny elevator music is playing, do, 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 and one of them says, hey, yep. you guys, you guys want to hear a joke? And then you go, God, not another one of your fucking jokes, then boom, power goes out. What the yep. fuck is going on? The lights come back on, the elevator keeps moving, but there's no, there's no music. So the guy who wants to tell the jokes starts humming the tune and everyone else is like, oh, God, Gary, could you please shut up? And the boss goes, first of all, you're completely out of tune. It was like this. Do, 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 do. And the entire squad starts to dance. And that, <laughs> that is the moment where Dying Light 2, like, it had always been better than Dying Light 1. That is the moment where Dying Light 2 was actually quite good in its story presentation. It, it, you know what? It was a really good moment. Yeah, it was a really, really good moment, and, and that was a good that was a good combat section. It leads to it makes you it makes me think like maybe that was like one of the one scenes from that Chris Avalon guy before he left. It feels you like know, him, you know <laughs> exactly. Um, so much better than the entire hour and a half intro that I played through. Um, okay, well, uh, the way it was that, grotesque. He's the way right. The, the way the character of Hakan is presented. Um, I thought was fantastically done. I thought it was. Well, I'm talking about the intro intro with the the other. Um, the other explorer guy, that very first part. Oh yeah, the yeah. yeah. Part. Oh, so you're playing yeah. it? No, I'm not. I played it like before. That's why. That's why I'm talking oh. about what I played. It you before. were thinking of like that sort of like the Act One ending, which was actually yeah, it was pretty good. Where you no, finally I... meet him and he takes your key. Yeah, oh, I, I hate. I fucking hate that shit. A cutscene happens, you're like, oh god, they're gonna cut off my legs. Yep. And I can't do anything about it because I'm in a cutscene. The PC Gamer had a good article about it. Like, they they said it quote commits too many cutscene crimes. Yeah, it really does. And Wait, Dying Light One did. The guy's legs? What? No. Well, like, what happens is as soon as like, um, yeah, when when anything occurs in a cutscene, you are powerless to do anything, and you basically stand there and watch as allies die and whatever. And then control is given to you, and you just sneeze in a room and blow everything away. Like you could have helped those guys. You, the player, could have. But within a cutscene, you're like, well, I'm scared. What am I supposed to do? Cutscene crime. I like that. I've yeah. been good. knocked to the yeah. That's, that's a good. Uh, that's a good. We should keep that up there with Lochtees. Cutscene crime. I got cutscene crimed. Is it Lochtees? Lochtees is Ty- uh, Tycho, Tycho from Penny Arcade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to give credit recorded his due. Those old men are not as funny as they used to be, but they used to have some good stuff. I still okay. read it. 
I still, I still, I haven't read the comic in quite a while. I, I both still on read Twitter, but every I new comic. comic. Well, that's where I read the comic because they oh, po- they po- they have posted and I read it, which yeah, reminds I me, miss them half the time. If you follow Oglaf and you've ever been curious about the people behind Oglaf and what they think about the script, I haven't oh, watched shit. it. I haven't, I haven't gone to Oglaf in a long time. They've got an hour long interview with with some guy who just talks to comic creators, and if you go to the Oglaf uh, Twitter. Uh, yesterday, they they gave the link to this YouTube video, where they like just talk to this guy about the the show for now or the uh, the comic for now. I should watch that sometime. No. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else in gaming? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I maxed out my katana. Like I had to, in order to get the katana and get the build that I needed to use with this new katana, I had to get uh, two different legendary items <clears throat> and one different. A non-legendary item up to level 120 and then unlock the very specific second skills that unlock at level 120 with these items which really highlighted again that the way um, Ghost of Tsushima Legends handles this like getting to max level and the reward for getting to max level is really shitty yeah <laughs> Not so good, yeah. Yes, because for every every two levels you want to get on, you know, this sword, for example, um, there's a task you have to perform. And the task could be just, you know, you know, kill 100 um, Oni enemies, which are these super tough enemies, with the sword in melee combat. Okay, so you do that, and then you do another task, and then a different task, and then a different task, and you finally get your sword up to level 120, if you want to unlock that additional perk, which could be one of, let's say, a dozen different things that you may not want, you have to then unequip this level 120 sword that you've worked so hard to get up there, which which affects your entire level, and equip a level, if you have one, equip a level 35 cursed sword, and then do the task you're required to do to break the curse on the sword, which could be like you're constantly being poisoned to death and you have to defeat enemies in melee combat while at full health or some bullshit like that. It really is really shitty what these cursed things need you to do to get them clean. And because they're so low level, you deal shit damage because just equipping them lowers your level. That's how it works in Ghost of Tsushima Legends. So you get this one thing, you do this one task that this one curse sword needs. Okay, you go back into your inventory, go to the, your level 120 legendary sword. Okay, use this purified thing to give me that other uh, that other perk, please. And it unlocks, and it's that one fucking thing you didn't want. If you want to re-roll it, if you want to re-roll it and try for a different perk, which you may not get, guess what you got to do? So, so the reward for getting your sword... The reward for getting your sword up to max level is you don't get to play with that sword for a while. You got to do all this other shit just to even <sighs> to even get it to where you want it. That said, so why do it? But well, yeah, that said, once you get it done, because within the span of the week, I did get it done, and I have like all of the exact perks I want on all my gear with this new sword. It is ridiculous. It feels so cool. It feels so cool. I love it, but that aspect of it sucks. See, I'm sorry I was distracted. I had been to Oglaf in a while, and I went mm-hmm. through the last several comic strips, and like two two of them in the last three weeks are absolute gold. Yes. No, it, it still is. It absolutely Day is. 47 since the mutiny. Supplies low. Privacy not existent. Masturbation impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's just gold. It, it still is, but I do miss like the longer arcs 
I yeah, and I do. I, I miss the apprentice and I miss the uh the the doctor, the bad the doctor. Well, there's the queen too. Yeah, but I, I think about the bad doctor lady all the time and the, yeah. the the adventure woman who's always in a bad mood. I loved her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what about God. that what about the barbarian guy? We haven't seen him in forever. Anyway, <sighs> I am Grog, son of man or whatever it was. Yeah. It's a current one. I'm worried that I'm not a fully fully rounded person because I've never sucked a dick. <laughs> That's the first panel. My gosh, why did I stop reading this? It's okay. so good. Listener, Holy before cow. you no, Google, I'm not playing uh, before, anymore. Before you Google Oglaf, listener, uh, it oh, is very, totally it not is safe very not safe for work. It's, it's basically it's, porn in cartoon form. Um, but it's funny. It's not, really funny. Not for viewers over the age of eighteen. Under the age of eighteen. Under. Um, Got to be of legal age before you look at Oglaf. But it's really funny. I need, to, I need to be more diligent about checking up on the radio Sunday or Monday. I got a really shitty bug in Dying Light. You want to hear about that? What's that a bug? bug? What's a shitty bug? You, you don't say. Mm. I, I haven't seen any bugs. I hadn't seen any last week. Um, the only thing that would happen was sometimes I wouldn't be able to unlock a, a safe house on top of a building. I couldn't figure out why. Like It just wouldn't let me interact with the, um, uh, the generator. But I think I figured it out today. If you pick up the tape that's near the generator before you interact with the generator, you can't interact with the generator. Uh-oh. It's really fucked. But no, the bug today, and this is apparently a common bug, which is there is a workaround for online, is as you run around in dying light, particularly at night, um, it will show you where the nearest UV lamp is that you can run to for safety if you're getting chased by, uh, I think it's just called a chase, actually. Um, How do these people not have skin cancer? <laughs> um, at night you're running around if a chase occurs uh, the way to end the chase is to run to the nearest UV lamp the the zombies can't get in and then they'll just walk away um, so as you're running around the nearest UV lamp is always on your HUD somewhere you, can al- you always know where you have to run if shit gets weird the bug was the UV lamp that was always on my HUD 100% of the time even if it's the middle of the day and there's no chase going on was the one in this church a kilometer that way? Always, 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 and it was happening it was last never night. Left. It just never left. And what you have to do is you have to set your quest to the main quest. That's your tracked quest, and then you have to go to the certain fast travel point in the first area. And you might have to do it more than once, but eventually, uh. eventually, it will go away and it does. But then, if you load your save again, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. And you got to do that shit again. That's a pretty standard open world bug. Right, no. like, it's one of those diseases. Yeah, but it's, where but it's on the HUD. Get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, but it's on the HUD, so it's really annoying. Like, it, like sometimes I'll be running towards my thing, and then I realize, fuck, I'm running towards this fucking purple the thing wrong again. Thing. Yes, yeah. 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 So that kind of sucks. Uh, do you got any more games to talk about, Chamberlain? Um, I do not. I, I, uh, I got uh, Laura into Hollow Knight. Really? No. She's trying. She's trying. We're cool. working. Does she have the um the fireball yet? No. Oh yeah, we just got that. She's struggling okay. with those uh with the timing on those little roly polies. Have, have you explained to her the the whole inverse difficulty curve that it's going to, it's harder now than it ever will be again? That's not part. true. <laughs> if you do the normal stuff, okay. not the extra like super hard stuff. The city the of tears stuff. is aptly named. Yes. Yeah. I not mean, that. She, just the well, normal game. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think City of Tears was that. Well, okay. Depending on how much hand-holding she's getting, City of Tears could be quite frustrating. It was pretty mm-hmm. frustrating to me. Because I didn't look up walkthroughs for that shit. I just, like, nosed around until I found it. It took a while. She's also got her nose in Animal Crossing as we speak. Well, 
know. Yeah, yeah, Animal Crossing is like a warm blanket. Yeah, she loves it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little Zen so garden. So, same thing. Very much. So, does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, Stranger Things Season 4 has nearly twice the runtime of any previous season, and Season 5 will be its last. Those kids are getting too old for this, aren't they? Let's get that shit filmed. Yeah. Yeah, but they're making but, Ghostbusters, which is basically a Stranger Things movie. But the older boom, boom. the older the eleven kid gets, the more it's revealed that she's actually not that good at acting. Ah. Or maybe it was just that that uh, Godzilla movie was really bad writing. The Hermione issue. Could be. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, today I learned that Peter Jackson had a cameo in Hot Fuzz as the Santa who stabbed Sergeant Angel. As someone I, who listened to all four of the commentary tracks, I already knew that. <laughs> Uh, Peacemaker has officially. Speaking been... of, okay, hold on. Before we move past that, yeah, the Super Bowl trailer for the new Lords of the Lord of the Rings stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not excited in the least. No, I didn't like it. No. I, didn't, I didn't watch it. It, it's 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 something that had to be, not something that should be. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Not. It just feels so generic. Fantasy. No, it's like, well, we own Lord of the Rings. Let's do something with Lord of the Rings. What do we do? Do the Silmarillion? It's that whole other thing that you know we've never seen before. Uh, no, I, I thought it was some. I thought it was some kind of weird, underhanded shit where all the rights for Lord of the Rings went to I think Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, but except uh, this other guy had the rights specifically for TV series over six episodes. Oh, specifically wow. over six episodes, like weren't miniseries, and he sold that on the cheap, and Amazon bought it. Okay. Well, regardless, it did not look like something I need to. Up my Amazon Prime. No, it, it might as well be another wheel of time. Yeah. You know, I, I've I keep my Amazon Prime just because I like the fast shipping, um, and having it on there, like I can watch Fleabag whenever I want. Every now and then, there's an interesting movie. The Boys I did will come really back. Like Invincible. Invincible is fucking awesome. The Boys is fucking awesome, and they will come back this summer. Um, speaking of trailers, did you see the Nope trailer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great trailer. And I'm saying, Yeah, it yep. is. Yep, to Nope. Ever since pictures can move, we've had skin in the game. <clears throat> That's a good word. Um, Peacemaker has been officially renewed for season two. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm not totally surprised, but they did leave us hanging for a But for But for a streaming show to get... A streaming show with someone as insanely busy as James Gunn. Yeah. Anyway. uh, John Cena will play the villain in an upcoming live action slash animation movie called Coyote vs. Acme about Wile E. Coyote suing Acme products for never catching the Roadrunner. Cena is Acme's lawyer and the former boss of Wile E.'s lawyer. I mean, this could be... That's something. Um, I like John Cena. I don't I think like that, it better than yeah. the Alvin and the Chipmunks thing. No, here's the oh, thing. Oh, that trailer was a fever dream. First yes, of all, that, was. wasn't, that wasn't Alvin and the Chipmunks. That was uh, Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. 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 And f- no. What's the fucking difference? Uh, the fucking difference is you've got, jo- you've got John yeah. Mulaney and Andy Samberg. It, it could be something. Who but don't I... sound like Chip and Dale. No. no, not at all. Not at all. I don't care. They're definitely doing something different with it. And those two guys are fucking funny. Everyone they else are. they had, everyone else they had in that cast list was fucking funny. That Rescue Rangers thing, I didn't put it in the headlines, but that definitely sounds better to me than this Wiley Coyote thing. I don't because know. when was the last? Because yeah. they did they did Space Jam, and I don't trust them. Space Jam 2, pardon me. Uh, Barry Season 3 is happening on April 24th, Alex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, HBO, for continuing to be cool. Mm-hmm. 
Netflix has acquired the rights to make movies and shit based on the Bioshock universe. I mean, did you see the Resident Evil movie they made? They made a Dial Resident your Evil expectations movie? way back. They, they made a, yeah, but they also made The Witcher. Yes. I mean, it it's a $100 million movie. It's 100% green screen. It could go sideways every which way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll probably see that before we see Bioshock 4 because... That's yeah, supposedly. Well, wait, was was Levine actually doing Bioshock Four? No, nope. I don't think so. I thought it was a different uh, studio. It is. Yeah, no, he his Ghost Story studio is a nightmare apparently. Yeah, it's doing nothing. Uh, the Bioshock yep. game is with a different studio within Take Two. Hundred percent. That's yeah. honestly for the but best. But that also but got pushed yes. back a year, supposedly. Yeah. Rumor has it anyway. Sucks. Well, in twenty twenty two, who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> I could use Silk Song. <laughs> no, man. No, come on. I am wallowing. I am wallowing this week in gaming goodness. There's too many awesome games to play. I cannot give Sifu the attention it deserves because Dying Light 2 and Ghost of Tsushima are still so fucking good. <sighs> I, want, I want Elden Ring real, real bad. I can't play it's all like Yali. a month off. No, it's, it's not. It next is a week. week. It is one week from from midnight oh. tonight. Oh, well, whatever. Not whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I want to kill that guy with too many arms. We're going, we're going to kill that guy. We're too many worms. That's going to be fun. Oh, God. There's going to be so many poison swamps. Have you, have you picked up on what exactly uh, George R. R. Martin did? Uh, he wrote the um, he wrote the similarion, basically. What is the, yeah. what is the word for that? For for this universe. He wrote the, the base lore that they then turn into evil. Exactly. And I then, love that. That's perfect. And then everyone you fight is like the corrupted version of this character George R. R. Martin came up with. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. Love, that's my favorite collaboration I've ever fucking heard of. Well, we'll see if it works out. I'm sure it does because when have they It looks incredible. It, it did. Looks, <laughs> yeah. Uh, da-da. Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal gets a season two this summer. I am buying that shit on Apple TV Plus if I can. Primal right, came out years ago, didn't it? Yeah, that's how Tartakovsky rolls. He doesn't do it fast. Okay. He does it right. Took us yeah. ten years to finish Samurai Jack, and it was fine. <laughs> I didn't. Love it, was, it. <laughs> it was. It was. It was fine. Uh, Norman Reedus is making a live-action fantasy TV series with the Jim Henson Company, creating original monsters and creatures. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does, I mean, okay. Okay. Okay, but the Jim Henson Company also made that new Dark Crystal stuff, and that was shit. Yeah. No. 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 This is Norman Reedus, and they're just doing the effects, just like you know they came in and created the Mogwai, right? Also, exactly. Jim Henson Company gets as many times as bad as they fucking need. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Are you really upset with more Muppets? I am not. Few people have put as much good into the world as Jim Henson. Apparently, for a long time, though. They were going to do a movie called The Most Expensive Muppet Movie Ever Made, and the story was Gonzo blows this film's budget on the first two on the first opening credits and it gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and they, it ends on one set yeah they keep on reading that actually sounds, sounds really awesome fun. yeah no yeah. um <clears throat> a dagger unto chamberlain's heart ridley wow. scott is set to executive produce blade runner 2099 a series set 50 years after blade runner 2049 i still haven't watched 2049 i don't think i need to you have watched yes, blade you runner 2049 you haven't watched 2049 no I like my Blade Runner way the way okay, it is. Okay, but it's it's still a good movie. It's still it's a good, still really it's still good. A good sci-fi and movie. <sighs> I hate Jared Leto, and I still liked him in it. Oh it's yeah, like but Batista but you you hate him in this, so it was easy. Well, yeah, but he, yeah. He's which version? Which which version of Harrison Ford are we getting in this one? We're getting the is cranky old man. No cranky old man. Cranky Harrison. old man. Is he trying is though? At the very edge of his patience, but still turns in a performance. Okay. At the end, he's just basically buckled into a seat. 
But yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's whatever. Fine. It's not he has he has a couple good He's seats. So old. <laughs> whatever. For me, it's the uh, here here. I'm gonna remember her name. For me, it's not even the um, the guy from Drive movie. It's the Anna de Armas movie. Yep. It's the movie She's that so introduced us to Anna de Armas. She's Apparently, so she is starring in a biopic about Marilyn Monroe. And well, wait, Alex, ask me what this film is rated. Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. So I don't the know. Director seems like a peach. He totally does. He seems like an asshole, and yet, yeah, and yet, I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, in Overwatch news, I had an awesome shot color play this week as Zenyatta. It was really cool. He called that shot. Zenyatta's ultimate is he uh, he holds out his arms and goes, uh, experience tranquility, and everyone in a huge sphere around him gets healed for 300 health per second. They're basically unkillable unless you, like a sniper, shoots them in the forehead. Um, so the, what was it? Oh, yeah, the enemy Reinhardt shatters us, shatters our team. And, like, four of us go down. I'm around a corner so I don't go down. I activate my ult, and I just save everyone from the follow-up damage. And then I shout into the mic so my brother can hear, Okay, the Pharah is going to barrage us now! The Pharah is going to barrage us now! And I kind of pull back, and I look forward, and she's just getting into position. And she ults the team, and I destroy her, because she stands still while she ults. <laughs> and it was just the perfect prediction. I was... It was totally the Overwatch moment It's of the almost week. like you've been playing Overwatch for a long time. Yeah, I kind of... I know these streets... <laughs> I know these streets. Seen it all before. Uh, Xbox exclusive Crossfire X has been absolutely hammered by critics this week. I remember when Crossfire <sighs> X, when a uh, tracer could take two hits. <laughs> uh, I think tracer had 250 HP when the game. Or no, it was 225. It was 225. Oh wait, Crossfire X for Series X is now at 44 percent. Ouchies. Brutal. Its highest is 60. I'm not going to even bother. Yeah. Why waste the bandwidth on it? It's a studio. Smilegate. Click. Yeah, Smilegate's Smilegate's other things. Wasn't Smilegate... Smilegate did the original Crossfire. Mm. Okay. And no, not much else. They've done Crossfire, Marvel and... A Marvel licensed game, Rogan, the Thief in the Castle, which I choose to believe is about Joe Rogan. Let's click on this. <laughs> oh, there there are no reviews for that, so it must have been really oh. good. Okay, moving on. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West has gotten some very positive reviews. See where that's at. We're not surprised by this. Well, what's weird to me is that the first Horizon, with all its problems, and it admittedly had some problems that were rightfully called out, got an 89. And this game, which apparently addresses all those problems. Got an 89 <laughs> average. <laughs> uh, it would have gotten a 90, but one fucker gave it like a, a 40. And he had clearly 40? not even played the game. Come on, even I bitched about Horizon, but I still finished it and got over most of my complaints. Yeah, yeah. it's, it, it's, uh, it's a reviewer who has a history of being quite kind to Xbox releases and quite unkind to PlayStation releases. Oh, shit. That, yeah. that was me when we were for Safe and Progress. Boom, boom. Very much. Yeah. <laughs> and still to this day, really, in your heart. Uh, basically, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, so yeah, like earlier in the week, all those previews, or no, the, the reviews came out on Monday. The hmm? reviews came out on Monday for Horizon, and on that day, I was like, God damn it. I got to use up my last vacation day. They get, they, we, I'll get them back at the end of March. But this month has been heavy on vacation days. 
Hey, at least you get vacation days. I do. I do. Oh, Canada. Mm. That petition. Canada. Can you can you do more of the our national anthem? Our whole native okay. land. You guys' national anthem. True good. patriot love in all da, thy da, sons da, command. Da, da, da. With glowing hearts we see thee rise, the true nor strong and free. From far That's and all. wide, O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. When is the syrup verse? Um, there isn't one. Oh. God keep our land glorious and free, O Canada. We stand on guard for thee. Is there a hockey part in there too? No, that's it. And your one is all about war. And the rockets red glare. It should. If it was actually modern, it should be about NASCAR and (laughs) um, racism. I think. But But, yeah, it couldn't be NASCAR. They couldn't write a song about turning left. (laughs) That's true. They have to do reverse NASCAR. Mm -hmm. No, but that NASCAR. That is. Your national anthem is 100% an anthem that could use to be that could serve to be updated, but one does feel that now is not the time no. to try to come no. up with something that everyone could agree no, on. No, 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 no. There's, there's other things yes. to fix yet. Although maybe then maybe actually fixing the anthem would be the first step towards that future. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Can you imagine the oh Fox News headlines on that? The pants yes. shitting. Yes. Ugh. All right, we're going to do it, but we're going to get Taylor Swift to write it. No. I, ah. Hey, you know what? Maybe. Ah. Just maybe. We thread that needle. No one hates Taylor Swift. I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a fan she's, either, she's but fine. she's popular. Everyone she's likes fine. her. Anyway. Uh, that petition for refunds for Battlefield 2042 is now to 210,000 signatures. I just checked today. Hmm. Mm. That's a lot of pissed off fuckers. Yeah, my, my brother still hasn't bought it. Don't let him, no, don't no, let him spend not, the money on it. I haven't encouraged him to do it. I've been begging him to buy Dying Light. But if he, but if this weekend I find out he bought Dying Light, I'm going to be like, sorry, man. For like the next Can't month, play. I'm tied up. Yep. Uh, From now until March 25th. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> In a meeting this week, Electronic Arts blamed the game's poor, or Battlefield 2042's poor performance on, among other things, COVID and Halo Infinite. Really, you're blaming Halo Infinite, a game that has added zero new content since release? Uh, apparently, a lot it of people... also hemorrhaging players? The, the thing is, I, but the thing is, Halo Infinite was was at least capable at launch. Well, Halo Infinite was a fully functioning game, both single-player and multiplayer, at launch. Exactly. And Battlefield 2042 is not. Still, oh today. Just so glad I'm not a Halo fan. The single-player Halo Infinite was fine. It was fine. The middle was great. The beginning and ending were typical Halo nonsense, but the big, but the middle was great. <laughs> Fine's not good enough. I Dying Light Two and the patch for Cyberpunk this week really highlighted that there hasn't been enough really new gen shit. Like Dying Light Two is way better looking and runs better than Dying Light, but it's really basically I think on the PlayStation and Xbox Series X version specifically, it's the old gen versions running at a higher frame rate. Yeah, or with ray tracing, and the ray tracing this doesn't look yeah, right. Visually, sometimes. it's not really that impressive. It's not. Did you download the Cyberpunk update? I did not. I did. I did. I did. I haven't, I haven't did. around with it yet. Okay. I, I, I spent about, I don't know, 20 minutes probably running around turning on ray tracing, turning off ray tracing. If you're playing ray on... Ray tracing, we are a generation behind that actually working. If no, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go play... Um, uh, Miles uh, Morales hanging yeah, in there. Yeah, go play great. Miles Morales. It looked fucking incredible. Fucking absolutely incredible. Um... 
so yeah, but this was not executed on console as well in this case. Uh, definitely turn off ray tracing if you're playing on PS5. It runs at a really smooth 60, otherwise. It'll, mm. It runs really well. Everything looks way sharper than it did um, running the PS4 code. Uh, and they've Oh, sweet Jesus. It's just the whole game over. What do you mean? It's like 40 gigs. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the whole thing again. Oh, my. And, well, and on PlayStation, you... And, God, there was an article on Kotaku bitching about this. Sorry, that, was, that is a gendered... Phrase. <laughs> complaining about this. Um, there was an article on Kotaku. Do we have Kotaku. to give up bitching? Do we really have to give up bitching? Okay, but it is gendered, right? I, well, but it's... I know, it's, it rolls off the it tongue. It's, so part of the it's part of our language. How about whinging? Whinging? Can we have whinging? Uh, whinging is okay. No, whinging is 100%. Yeah, whinging is just complaining. It's, yeah, whinging okay, is fine. Fine. Whinging fine, I'll fine. give up bitching if I can keep whinging. Yeah. And I gotta stop myself because as you can tell, like it's it's in me. It just rolls out of it just rolls out of me, and that's like institutionalized sexism right there, man. We gotta work on that shit. That's is how it, things oh improve. God, language is such a powerful thing, though. It I just is. it's hard to give up. I'm just anyway. I'm just glad we okay. Now it was pointed out that English is the language of business. It's not really a language of humanity or emotion. Um, that actually hmm, makes true. perfect sense. Yes, yeah, it really does. yes, but it is the international language of business, and it is the. But it's also the language I was raised with, and I was always grateful that the language I was raised with was not one of these romantic languages where every object or thing is either male or female. True. And like how you refer to things is by their gender. Um, there are some studies in how that just entrenches people's thinking. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I'm really grateful that English doesn't have that. We do have she yeah. and he. We, we found we found a way to be just as misogynist, though. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, you know, hundred percent. We but, found our ways. Uh, I've got storms rolling through, so if I disappear, it's because I lost power. Fair Obviously. enough. Ah, well, then let's or you know, ahead. World War Three started. Who can say? Uh, no, yeah, no, I do not that, live in I do not live in Ukraine. We're yeah. good for now. I think I saw that it was like eight hundred Canadians have contacted the embassy to say, "Yeah, I'm in Ukraine. Please help me get out." Yeah, yeah. It's time to go. Time to go. It was um, time to go. Might be too late now. Yeah. It could be happening are, right we are fucking withdrawing. now. Oh, no, wait. Well, okay, but wasn't, wasn't there a thing today that Ukraine entered into an agreement with Poland and some other country? Uh, yeah, to get a, people out. For a defense partnership? Yeah. Yeah. So That's how World War start. Well, like, mm-hmm. literally, that's how World War start. <laughs> that's how World War video games, started. Video games. Video games. Yeah. Video games. Video games. Video games. Video games. From now until March 25th, PlayStation will pay to have a tree planted in reforestation projects across the United States for every time a player unlocks a trophy called Reached the Daunt in Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know what that quest is, but that's cool. That's something. That's something. That's kind of neat. Yeah, and it kind of reminds you of, like, um, um, Burger King... Uh, investing or giving $50 million to a charity and then spending $500 million to promote that fact. There's a really good episode of Better Off Ted about that. But at the same time, at the end of the day, the world will be a better place with more trees planted across the U.S. So uh, one yeah. imagines. True. That's, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I um, myself trees won't be. I'm part of a tree farm, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Well, you oh, sorry. You own a tree farm. I am part owner of the uh, McCracken Tree Farm Trust. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Every 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 thirty five years, I get a thousand dollars. <laughs> that's how long it takes to grow cedars. Wow. Yeah. Again, it's not about money. I'm actually, I feel good about, you know, growing cedars. Fair enough. I will never sell it to developers. I don't give a shit if I still hmm. have this job. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. 
Nintendo announced this week the online store for the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS family of systems will be shut down as of late March. There are a Remember. lot of games that will disappear. 1,100. Yeah. And Nintendo has said Remember. they have no plans. Pirating Nintendo is morally correct. Yes, it's true. Especially now, because yeah. they are adamant about not actually selling it. Yeah, and as people who care about um, retaining the history of gaming, because we ourselves are artifacts of the history of gaming, we inherently value it. <laughs> if we don't, no one else will. The dentist sure as hell won't. Well, that's why I've been like slowly but surely morphing my store from a card store to a retro gaming store. <laughs> oh, no. Will no, I, I have been slowly changing it over. No, seriously, you know. buy up all the DS games you can. The, the problem is... 99% of DS games are chaff. Just garbage. Man. I have a literal bucket of DS games. But like, like you imagine know, like, babies. I mean, it's just just get junk. as many copies of Inside Story as you can. So if someone brought in one of these Imagine Babies games, would you buy it for 50 cents or would you say no, I don't need it? Uh, no, I'd probably give him a quarter for it. Okay. All the Phoenix rights you can see. <laughs> That's the thing is that you need to you, basically you need to to maintain these relationships with people who, buy, who bring you garbage because they might bring you that one game. I have yeah. a customer who comes in multiple times a week oh. who she clears out, she buys storage lockers, abandoned storage uh. lockers, and she brings me the games. And 99% of what she brings me is garbage. But she's also brought me three, if not four, guitars for Guitar Hero, which are hard to come by. She's brought me some drums. And believe it or not, she, she's been, brought me like five or six copies of Wii Sports. Hmm. Which that's hard to it find. Came with, really? it, it came with every Wii, but it's now super rare. Hmm. Huh. I sell them for fifty bucks a pop. Wow! So it's like I have to maintain this relationship with her, where she brings me garbage. I need to pay her for the garbage, at least enough of the garbage, so that when she finally hits that that Weeb's storage locker, who has those PS2 RPGs that I so desperately want, what? I will be able to pay her for them and take them. Which ones? What's what's valuable? Anyone. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Those are so many. PS2 RPG is... Okay, here. The the most valuable PlayStation 2 game, believe it or not, Rule of Rose. I, yeah. I believe that. I remember that. A it bad a horror game that nobody bought. I think I owned a copy once way back in the day. Is that the one where like a teacher's being tortured by children? Uh, Maybe. It's It's yeah. got some really questionable stuff in it. It's not a good game. But it, it sold like 10 copies. I mean, it's just ridiculous how rare it is. Pretty much any PS2 RPG is worth money, except for the Final uh, Fantasy series, because everybody bought them. Uh, what are they called? Dark Sky? Those ones would go. Really well. Dark Cloud? Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud, yeah. Dark Cloud 1 and 2 are good. Uh-huh. So, heck, Silent Hill 3 runs about 130 140 now for a used copy. Wow. I have a copy I mean, of that's, that. That's the one where you're the lady? Yes. <laughs> and a carousel? Yeah. Yep. Here's the thing. Silent Hill 3 was the last good Silent Hill game. Yeah. I've heard people defend The Room. The Room was not originally a Silent Hill game. It was I get made that. as a horror game that got shoehorned into the Silent Hill thing. I mean, there's worse. That way it's not bad. There's worse franchises to be shoehorned into. That's true. Yeah, but, but it's still, it was always pretty Twilight Zone-y. Yeah. True. But 3 was the last good one. Anyway, but it's... There are a lot of PS2 Shadow Hearts, like Shadow Hearts two or three, are good. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything. Atlas, anything. Atlas. <laughs> when you get past the, uh, the the casual pedophilia. Uh, well, yeah, there's always that, but you know, but yeah, anything, right. anything by Atlas is usually worth it. So. 
Nanomutationum is finally coming out on March 17th. It's like a indie Metroidvania brawler, I think. Hmm, okay. Yeah, but it's all like cyberpunk and sci-fi. Although I watched the trailer and it was like, how to put it? It was cyberpunk in the Luke Besson doing Fifth Element sense. Mm-hmm. Kind of. So there were, there's a lot of TNA. A bad thing. There's a lot of oh. TNA is what I'm trying okay. to get at. Anyway. Well, you mean like cyberpunk? <laughs> um, like 2077? No, more like an anime. No. Yeah, TNA kind of like an anime way, just like with the outfits and the way the characters are presented. It just, it just, it just kind of, it just kind of jumped out at me. Yeah. Uh, the next big patch for Darkest Dungeon Two: Beasts and Burdens is out on February twenty third. There's no way I'm fucking playing that anytime soon. Uh-huh. Sorry, I have too much on my plate. Horizon Forbidden West looks so. We haven't stopped and talked about this. Horizon Forbidden West looks so fucking it, good. It, it really does. I, I don't understand why I'm not hyped. Mainly because I guess because I'm Ring broke is next and annoyed week. by one yeah. game and it's going to be Because Elden Ring is next week. Yeah. Um, yeah um, uh, a guy I who used to be on game trailers that I still follow on Twitter, uh, Marcus Beer, w- tweeted out this week, um, what game should I get? Uh, Dying Light 2, Sifu, Horizon Forbidden West, something else. And I, I clicked something else and I wrote Elden Ring. If you can only afford one of those four. Yeah. Elden Ring. That's the one that I mean, will it's, give the greatest value, I think, for the dollar. I mean, it's been longer since the last Souls game, since the last Horizon. Bloodborne came out before no, Horizon? No, 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 no. He doesn't count, Sekiro. He doesn't count Sekiro as a Souls game. I really don't. Which is should. It is. Eh, yes, you should. <laughs> just because, there, just aren't because cla- there aren't classes in it. Just because it's the one that you didn't beat. Doesn't mean True. that it's not a soul. He at a hundred percent, it a hundred percent, it is a hundred percent still a Souls game. Like it is, it is. It's it's one of it's one of the From games, and From you know From does other shit like that. Armored Core, I think, is them. Um, yeah, it's Armored Armor Core is them. Yeah, but but these action games of theirs, ever since Demon Souls, from Demon Souls all the way through with Bloodborne and Sekiro, that's all one. One evolving animal. You know where all this came from, right? The old From Software game? Uh, Kingsfield. Yeah. King's King's Kingsfield. Field. Yeah. yeah. Good title. Shitty game. Uh, well, it is, it's shitty now, but that's because we've played Demon Souls time. and we've played Dark Souls. And, yeah. And uh, time, I didn't enjoy, my say? brother played the shit out of it when it first came out, but I did not. <sighs> so it was, Go it was figure. Like I a, could get into it. <laughs> it was more like an Ultima thing ish? No, it's, for, no, it's first person, and it's definitely. It fits the modern definition of Souls like, but it's also. Super janky. It's a PS1 game. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, like, it's a PS1 game. You, just, you shouldn't yeah. say that. Bandai Namco US's Twitter created a minor storm today when it said, <clears throat> quote, I've walked from the Lands Between, which is a reference to Horizon, to the PlayStation... Oh, wait. Lands Between is a reference to Elden Ring, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The Lands Between is the world of Elden Ring. Um, I've walked from the lands between to the at PlayStation headquarters. I wonder if there's a trophy for this accomplishment. And folks are like, oh, there's no way Sony could buy an Amco Bandai. But Amco Bandai is probably too big for Sony to it, buy. It probably is, but that's just because Namco Bandai is gaming and a bunch of other shit. If Sony yeah. could somehow get in there for a way just to chop off the gaming arm and say, this is ours, <laughs> and run Wait, off what with else it. They, what else do they do? Um, just they have their their the the company Bandai has a lot of other stuff. That, like you know Sony also does TVs right right uh, yeah what's, Bandai what's their deal? Namco oh, I'm looking it up Bandai Namco Entertainment 
on several multi-million video game software development games. Now, this is just about video games, but it's other shit, too. They've got other stuff. They've got I all kinds do. of other stuff. Yeah, okay. BandaNamco.com is nothing but Elden Ring right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I heard, is that uh, Bandai, Bandai Namco, the company, is probably too big for something to acquire. Hello Game announced yet another huge free DLC thing out this week for No Man's Sky called Sentinel, which brings an overhaul to the combat, new enemies, improved artificial intelligence, new lore and mission, exobiology expeditions, all new weapons, weapon visual effects overhauls, active camo, buildable AI mech, Sentinel headquarters, and it's free on all platforms out now. Someone brought up the other day, how come... um, uh, how come CD Projekt can't get that kind of goodwill that uh, everyone seems to feel for Hello Games and No Man's Sky with uh, with Cyberpunk? Well, you haven't done that yet. Like, they've been doing massive free updates for years. Yeah. It's a very different situation. They've done situation. a little more. They've yeah. done some more work, yeah. A lot more work. Yeah. And I still don't like it all that much. Uh <laughs> <clears throat> With a tenacious grip on the worst timing of all time, CD Projekt announced and launched the new-gen versions of Cyberpunk this week, along with patch 1.5 on all consoles. Um, Alex, have you checked this out at all? No? Um, I haven't, not yet. I don't know if I'm ever going back. Well, on PC, you don't really need it, right? No. It looked pretty good before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 I hope it's... The frame rate's more stable. That's always been kind of just okay. Uh, it's excellent now on PlayStation 5, at least. Let's see. Are you going to run it while doing the podcast? Well, I'm downloading it. It's still got like 20 gigs to go. Uh, yeah, you got to reinstall the whole thing if you're playing it on PlayStation. Or if yeah. you want to play the PS5 version. Um, one of the cool things is you can buy apartments, different apartments around Night City now. Like, there's one in Japantown that's kind of cheap. But there's like two super expensive Corpo ones. And when you, uh, when you like shower in your apartment now, you get a buff where you regenerate health in combat up to 60% for an hour. If you sleep, you get 20% more XP for an hour. If you brew coffee, you get 25% max stamina, 30% stamina regen for an hour. Alex, go ahead. Love that stuff. I love that stuff. I love that stuff too. Um, the skill trees have been totally overhauled. Throwing knives are now a reasonable thing to use. Did you actually watch the stream? No, but I want to be surprised. Oh. You don't mean to explain how throwing knives work? No, I mean, like, they've reworked the uh, skill trees. Good. I don't need to know more yes. than that. I just want to discover it myself. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't tell you about the perk. Uh, once you load your save, all your skill points will be refunded, and you'll need to respec. Driving has been reworked. The map has been totally upgraded. It works way better. There'll be more story bits, apparently, after you complete your romance with any of the game's paramours. Because that, nice. that was 100% one of my complaints, was that, like, I had, like, a really meaningful, awesome series of missions with Judy... It was just beautiful that last one where you're like swimming down to that town, um, and then you like you'd, you'd meet her later and be like, she'd be all like, "Can I wait for a bit? I'm in the middle of some calibrations." <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. like sorry, Shepard, calibrations. Wait, was that, yes, that was, was that a, a romance thing because I got that too, but I romanced the other girl. But the calibrations? No, 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 no. Judy, mm-hmm. and who's the one? Who's the one who was? I can't remember her name. A Pan Am. A, Pan Am. Judy. Yeah, Pan Am. Am. I did the Pan ah, Am. Pan Am was awesome. Yeah, but I also still got that Judy scene where you're swimming down to the bottom. Yeah, but the, you, she will just do that with her best friend. Okay. That and I fun. guarantee you were playing as a male character and Judy did not I want was. to fuck with you. No, no, she had no interest in me, but it no. was still, I still got to see that. Yeah, but you were still her buddy. Yeah, I was, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was still that cop's buddy, too. 
He almost jumped my bones on top of that thing. But anyway. <laughs> no, the cops. No, the cop is not. No, the cop won't do it. He won't. No, I... Rivers not by. Carrie, oh, Carrie we, is the we totally only guy. Got drunk on the top of that. Yeah, no, like he, that's that's just a bromance, dude. It was a little more than that, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this: I'm a way more appreciative of the script of Cyberpunk after playing Dying Light too. <laughs> Good yeah. God, yeah. Good God, the yeah. ancillary dialogue in Dying Light Two makes my ears bleed. Yeah, the performances yeah. are better than the script in Dying Light Two. I go to sleep, and when I am dreaming, I see the lights, and when I wake up, the lights are still there. I hate it. It's it sucks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Been paid by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new patched cyberpunk brings new weapons. The ability to finally change your appearance in the appropriate mirror. You can totally Good. change how you look. A rebalancing of gameplay, economy, and loot systems. Improved crowd reactions and ray tracing. If you want to play at sub thirty FPS on the new consoles. A free trial of Cyberpunk, giving players five free hours of unrestricted access to Night City, is available now until March 15th. Man, wow. they went quiet for like a year and a half, feels like. I told you, and you were expecting like a big content edition, and I was like, no. I was hoping. No, no, no way. And this was no, like... No, the, the game's done now, baby. This is baby. really like the bare minimum they could have delivered. I mean, they did address a lot of uh, very loud complaints. Like, everyone was complaining that it's a Cyberpunk game where you can't change your fucking appearance. <laughs> So, like, yeah. the fact that they fixed that really shows that they were actually listening to what was bugging people. Um, so this does feel like the bare minimum they could have done. It's appreciated, but you know when it would have been appreciated? January 1st. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, absolutely. December 1st, November 1st. Uh-huh. That would have been a great time for it. But holding it until it was ready, at the very you least. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that shows some growth on your part, <laughs> CD Projekt. It's probably a good thing. Um, also in headlines, oh, Capcom yeah. has a countdown on their website. Oh. Currently at three days and four hours. Nobody knows what it means. Yeah, but people are thinking it's the next uh, Street Fighter. Supposedly, 4chan, uh, somebody told 4chan what it is. Okay. What? And yes, it is Street Fighter Six, but also the resurrection of Tekken versus Street Fighter. Oh. Hmm. Because Street Fighter, Street Fighter cross Tekken... Which, after they patched it, was a good game. Sold for shit. And was the death of that, because it was supposed to be the crossover with the other direction of Tekken versus Street Fighter. Now, Street Fighter Six is going to come out at some point, and Tekken versus Street Fighter is going to be paired with that one. Supposedly. Now, this is off 4chan, so I'm probably talking out my ass. It's going to be Monster Hunter stuff, and I won't care. Okay, well, something that actually but, was announced for Street Fighter this week, which I'm amazed was not what you brought up. Oh, the uh, Magic crossover? Yeah, Street Fighter Magic yeah. the Gathering. Like, that is like, what someone that made something just for you. So, what it is, is Magic releases, they're called Secret Layer Drops, where they take existing cards and they redo them with, frankly, usually really good art. It is um, really there's good a set of There's a set of Godzilla Secret Layer stuff. There's a set of My Little Pony Secret Layer stuff. The, have you, going have to be you a set seen of, the Blanca for this? I I, uh, yeah, I have, and I will probably be using my connections to get a hold of a copy just because I are. want one. I don't even play. I just want that card because yes. it looks cool. It looks fucking awesome. Um, there's going to be a secret layer drop with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Magic is like, like Wizards of the Coast is like, fine, we're going to give you what you want. You want to be able to play Gandalf? Here's your fucking Gandalf. It's <laughs> cool. Uh, no, cool. it is cool. Honestly, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some Fortnite garbage, which nobody cares about, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's the Street Fighter Magic the Gathering secret layer drop is... Soonish. 
I think. Okay, so are these just going to be in like random cards? Or random no, packs? no. But the way a secret layer drops is you buy it in a box, and it's got all nine of the cards in it. Oh, okay. And they are not cheap. Oh, I didn't this think gonna so. It's going to be That's several hundred dollars. Box. It's going to be several hundred dollars oh, for all of them. Oh, um, this, now, this because Chun-Li I work in a card shop. is not blowing my skirt up. No, not all of them are good. Blanca is good. Ken Ryu are terrible. Zangief is like, eh, Gal's okay. Blanca's actually looks pretty good. So not all of the art is Wasn't great. I don't, want, I don't want the whole set. I saw a I want Ryu Blanca. that didn't look bad. Yeah, the Blanca art is incredible. I know. Like, of all the ones they picked to make good, that's the one? I'm like, damn, okay. Just for you. Literally like just exactly. for you. The Ryu one's fine. Yeah, the, well, no, the, the Ken Ryu one is one I'm the only about. other good one. The Ken one might yeah, be bad. Ken, you can't really see him. No, Ken, uh, Guile, Ken, Ken Guile's is not bad. bad. Nah, zoom in on Guile. It's not good. Yeah, Chun Li's is not. Chun Li's is not good. Honda's, I don't think, is very good. Uh, Zangief is like, eh. Dalzim's not good. Yeah, Zangief's is eh. Like, yeah, but uh, the Blanca one is. The Blanca bad. one's the best one. Easily the best one. Right, so I guess I don't want all of them. I'm going to try to hopefully we'll crack some of those. And I'll be able to it's buy a, just that. It's time. a shame you couldn't just get that as like a poster. Get like a really high definition ping. That would be nice. Of that. that would be nice. Yeah. See, for my side, I'm trying to figure out what card they're going to because they don't make new cards for these. They repurpose existing cards mm-hmm. and just give them new art. He's a legendary so creature, like, a human beast warrior. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's going to be then. So I have, I have no idea. But yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. Wizards is. Is trying to spin out a little bit. I think there's also going to be a Harry Potter secret layer at some point in time. Okay, this, hold on. Have you heard about like the the Magic Deck Builder game that was on PC in 1996? Yeah, it's Magic Online. No, it was like a single player RPG. Oh, oh wait, no, it had a single player mode in it that sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. Why I have I never that. heard of this? Because they bought, they buried it after because they couldn't make money on it because it wasn't. <laughs> but like, why did no one else steal the idea? Um, I don't because deck building games in general are very niche audiences. Yeah, that's a very small audience to build a video game for. I mean, here's the point: you, you put that into a game, and and Alex, you and I were like, really? And then eighty percent of people will go, nah. Hands like, up. Do you remember the GameCube games? There were two GameCube games that were deck building RPGs, and they were fantastic. Um. Oh shoot! What were they called? I anyway, still yeah. have not played Metal Gear Acid. Hmm? Well, it's the only Metal Gear I haven't played. Is it Deck Builder? Yes. Metal Gear Acid's a Deck Builder. Yes, and heck, it got a sequel. It's only on the PSP. Mm-hmm. It never came out anywhere else. I wonder if it came out in any collections. Let's Google that. Where can I play Metal Gear Acid? Where can I play Metal Gear Acid? Uh, Lost Kingdoms is what I'm thinking of on GameCube. Yeah. Lost Kingdoms 1 and 2 were both deck-building RPGs, and they were really good. Wow. Talking about expensive games, any GameCube games are all super expensive right now. I bet. Oh, Bot and Kaitos. And Bot and Kaitos Origins. That's the one I'm thinking of. They're all deck-building games, but anyway. Okay, so following up on Nintendo shutting down its eShop this week, mm-hmm. the only way to play Metal Gear Acid is one of the following three ways. On the PSP. On the PC via PSP emulation. On the Vita via a TN V hack. <laughs> it's so weird that our hobby has decided to destroy itself, to destroy its own history yeah. in favor of you buying new stuff. Well, no, it's not weird because like we live in a society and world where 
just making more money all the time is considered the highest ethical thing uh, one can do. The problem is there's there's so many games like nowadays there are so many games that do not exist in a physical way at all. Yeah. Like you can't buy them. Yeah. There are Wii games that that I wouldn't mind playing. Like there's a, there's a Castlevania Wii WiiWare game. It was just an upgrade of the original Castlevania that you cannot play. They never made it physically. It's downloadable only, but the Wii Shop has been gone for a decade now. So the game is just gone. But this this is a <clears throat> pernicious symptom that is unique to the console space. Alex yeah. does not have to worry about this shit. No. No, I don't. I am up to my ears in emulators. Yeah, you just have to worry about um, the availability of PC components, which is getting worrying. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. Well, also emulating a lot of this old stuff does not take a whole lot of stuff. My laptop could fucking do it. I'm not worried about oh, yeah. that. It's just a matter of yeah, but, finding but Alex, the thing. Yeah, but Alex has the uh, the knowledge. He's, and, he's got, no, no, no. He's got the knowledge of where to find that shit. Like, you and I wouldn't know where to mm-hmm. fucking look. I would Google it and get a virus. He would just know where to go. I don't know. I, I got my arcade stick working with a thousand odd arcade games on there. Honestly, there's not a whole lot of viruses in this sense. Well, still. None. I Reddit, Reddit I would... usually does a pretty good job, honestly, of walking. Oh yeah, they stuff. do a great job. Yeah, really. Yeah, like honestly, dude, yeah. They are, people there know it's about preserving history, and the more times they put it out there, the better chance it is it'll survive. I've never been bit, and I have asked for it for years. There was a part a of me that's kind now. of tempted to emulate this Metal Gear Acid game because I have oh. always wanted to try it, and having it like on my PC would not be too bad. I again, I lost six months to my PS2 emulator a couple years back. It was Ooh. great. Wasn't that Persona? Which one was that? Persona Four, yeah. all the Metal Gears, pretty much everything. Well, no, God. the Metal Gears didn't didn't work, but pretty much every JRPG did. Dark yeah. Cloud, Dark Cloud Two. Yeah, the PS2 none of the Ratchet and Clanks. That was disappointing. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. The PS2 was just there's so many good JRPGs. It was such PS2. a great system. PS2 yeah, was a beast was. in every direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally it totally deserves to be the best selling of all time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Switch is going to overtake it if Nintendo just doesn't release a, a new gen. I mean, man, it can basically run anything that was on the PS3, Xbox 360 generation. That's a lot of games. Yeah, but I don't want to play those games. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. I did play um, pre sequel while uh, Laura was in getting like a doctor's appointment thing. What's taken pre- care of? What's pre sequel? The, Borderlands. the third oh, Borderlands. Oh, oh, okay. And you know what? I had fun. You, it wasn't too you bad. Played it was this a on this, you played this on the fucking yeah. Switch with those little nubs. With Joy-Cons, yeah. It didn't suck. Not, obviously not you the most... You must have I, smaller hands than we do, because chances maybe, are like, oh god, this I, I got into it. That hour and a half flew. Well, can, can I ask you a personal question, Alex? What's that? How tall are you? 5'10". Hmm. Well, then I well, can't imagine your hands would be all that small at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. I am. I, I am mean, one like of these. I was du- hitting, I'm one yeah. of these douchebags who is technically five eleven and a half, Ooh. just under the wire. I, w- I thought I was five nine until my last physical told me otherwise. Well, I mean, you do. I was you, humble. You do have reason to be standing a little taller lately, Alex. Nah, maybe, maybe, maybe. She did, after all, put a ring on it, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, she didn't have to say yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah yeah yeah. She's yeah, got I'm five ten as well. But... She can hear me. <laughs> Ah. You hear about this uh, streamer in Japan got kicked from her esports league because she said 
<laughs> yes. What? Okay, let's, let's go to Kotaku. She's, an F- she's uh, actually like FGC. She's like fighting human stuff. Human rights. Hang on, I'm going to Kotaku and I'm typing in the word human rights. And here it is. It's so good. Pro gamer fired after saying short men, quote, don't have human rights. <laughs> <laughs> they got no reason. Go. No reason. No reason to live. Uh, professional Tekken player... Tanukana has been booted from Osaka-based esports team Cyclops Athlete Gaming for remarks she made about men's height during a live stream. Cyclo- uh, they compete in they compete in PUBG, Call of Duty, Rainbow Six Siege, and fighting games like Tekken. Um, in a February 15th stream, she said, Men who are under 170 centimeters, which is awesome that you can just rattle off centimeters in height that way. I can't. Yikes. Uh, or 5 feet, 6.9 inches. Men who are under 6.9 don't have human rights. She added... <laughs> They should look into getting. <laughs> they should look into getting bone lengthening sh- surgery. Ooh. Jesus. According to Healthline, the average height for men in Japan is five foot seven. Uh, in in Japanese, the word for human rights is jinken, but in gaming parlance, jinken refers to an item or a character that all players need to have. On Twitter, a debate has ensued over whether the slang led to her remark. Um, so yeah, she was fired from her team. Um, <laughs> and and the thing is, you, when you're a young person, you need to be able to say stupid shit. I don't think that's... I mean, maybe a very short person could get angry at that and find that to be hateful. Uh, the way she explains herself later was... Uh, she, I have deep remorse for the statement, which is unbecoming of, an e- of a pro esports athlete and a member of society, she says. Um, she, said uh, she said something about how... Um, she was trying to express her affection for tall guys, and it came out completely wrong. Uh, well, well, a little bit there, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, Bone lengthening <laughs> surgery is a nightmare. Yeah, but again, again, painful, I've heard again, really specific. Yeah, we we say all kind of, like people say all kinds of shit in uh, in situations of being an entertainer that you don't that are jokes that you don't believe. And but when taken out of context, all men under six nine shouldn't have human rights. Well, I don't. Okay, first of all, I don't. I never said anything like that. It, well, it's not just. I not even it, like unless I'm being really. It sarcastic. is so, but but it is on its face so ridiculous. She's obviously yeah. joking. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, and it's not a joke that. I mean, I'm sure. There's a group of guys out there who are saying that they are discriminated against because of their height. I know. Oh, no, 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 I know them. They're they're insufferable. Yes, I know that group of guys exists. And fuck off, guys! Like she's not. This isn't hate there speech. There is stuff. Yeah, I promise you, there is stuff you could be working on that you refuse to. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that's not, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. No, I, I, I'm saying it. I know who you are. I know. I. You, there's no way in hell you're listening, but you. Need therapy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying this is on its face a joke, and I can't. Yeah, it's I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe they would take this seriously, and it, it's it's a shame that they would take this seriously and deprive this young woman of her uh, her livelihood. Let's hope she gets picked up by another team that that likes her sassy, jokey style. It's not like she's dropping end bombs. No, not at all. Which reminds me, David Cross. David yeah, Cross he's has a new stand-up special. Mm, he got in hot water a while back. And I for never loved him. Some Asian stuff. So yeah, that like was not Asian neat. Remarks, I believe. Yeah, 
Yeah, and so I'm, uh, and so it starts with the thing saying this was filmed in 2016, and I'm like, okay, I don't know why you'd mention well, that. How does why, that make that any better? Or yeah. Why you'd show me, or why you'd uh, even fucking decide to now release a stand-up special you filmed in 2016? Apparently, it wasn't a winner, but whatever. We're in a desert of streaming content. Let's go. So I started watching this David Cross special, and within three minutes, he throws he throws out the N word, and he is in character kind of uh-huh. as like a black person that he's playing is saying the n-word and at that point I just shut it off mm. uh, I didn't watch anymore uh, he okay I, I forget this actress's name but she dated uh, Michael Sarah for a while uh, you know the story no are we talking about Christine Yee I think so yeah okay the woman from Knocked Up the, Knocked uh, up, yeah. She was on uh, Thirty Rock for an episode. She was on House. She was one yeah. of the yeah. She was one of the doctors on House. Go ahead. Yeah, David Cross literally started going ching ching oh, yeah, to her yeah, face, yeah, drunk. Yeah. yeah, David Cross is an asshole. Yeah, David Cross is a real piece of shit. I saw. What was I hey, here's I the was thing. reading. I was reading something about how never, never let someone make you hate someone who's never wronged you. Yep. And I turned that over in my head a little bit. That's not exactly true. Yeah, and I thought, you know, like there's a part of me that's like it's okay to it's okay to hate Hitler though. It is. It's it's okay to hate people that are just so flippantly callous. Yeah. And there's a reason why he really hasn't gotten a lot of work cuz I'm kind of going on a limb here and say he's not the easiest person to work with either. He doesn't seem like it, does he? No. Yeah, it seems a little intense. He has a reputation of being just a, just insufferably holier than thou all the time. Yeah, I saw a thing about how Chevy Chase doesn't give a shit that everyone who ever worked with him thinks he's an asshole. He broke John Carpenter. John Carpenter almost never made another movie after uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Which reminds me, um, the guy who directed Ghostbusters died. Yeah, Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. For a second, I confused him with that guy that got those kids killed in the helicopter crash, but that was uh, Brooks? Who was that? I love how Alex has like. Are a, you a, talking about the Twilight Zone director? Yeah, what's his face? Albert I Brooks. Don't no. no, no, he's still alive. Alex has like a Rolodex in his head full of all the sins of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Must be a horrible place. Welcome to my brain. It sucks in <laughs> here. I remember every bad thing every beautiful person has ever done. Well, no, it's it's one of the most horrible things any director has ever done. Okay, what's this? Uh, director. The Twilight Zone accident. Yeah. I don't know anything about He dropped a helicopter. John Landis. On a couple of kids. Okay. Like, literally. Yeah. He, they didn't, the helicopter pilots didn't want to fly at night. They were like, okay, if we do this, you definitely should not have this kid in this helicopter. And Ivan Reitman was like, fuck you, get in that chopper. And they died. Oh, wow. wow. And he continued to work for decades afterwards. Well, here's the thing. Was he making money for the studios? Then he was an ethically yeah. good person, according mm-hmm. to American law. That's value. Yeah. So, Wordle has been officially bought by the New York Times. Yeah. Is it still okay for me to play? Yes. No. Well, okay, it's not cool. Like, it's... it's. Are they still paying Maggie Haberman? Then no. No, like, if you enjoy it, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to, like, Wordle shame anyone, but it is officially now uncool and, like, a, you know... Like, adults are doing it because they think kids like it kind of way. It's a good puzzle. Yeah, so, like, you know, do it for yourself. Play it for your own edification. But when you post it on Twitter. I stopped. Yeah. I don't do it anymore. It's yeah. really humbling to be bested by the word ultra. 
Like, <laughs> it, that hurt. Uh, who's Ron Funches has started playing Wordle. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ron Funches so much. I love Ron Funches, and I just kind of like that this thing has just, this gaming thing that we that we knew about months ago has just now hit, Finally made it hit, over. hit Ron yeah. Funches down in L.A. <laughs> His taste is really bad as a rule. <laughs> he, he likes all these games I don't like, but he is hyped for Horizon, so that's nice. Oh god, Horizon is going to be so good. It's going to be so good looking. I can't wait to see. I'm going to play at uh, 60 frames. Or no, no, the 4K, the 4K 30. As long as it's solid 30, did, you're going to go. Did, you, did anyone else look at the Digital Foundry uh, breakdown of the tech? Nope. I did not. The te- uh, the variable, uh, it has it has a version that has like a variable screen size, what am I talking about? Resolution. Resolution. Variable resolution, but it locks at 60 frames per second. But somehow, you don't end up with a cleaner image like you normally do with 60 frames per second. Like, it's really kind of the way they show it in the Digital Foundry video. It's really noticeable mm. that you end up with a cleaner, crisper image just going 4K 30. And it still plays really snappy, which is the important thing. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so I think this is going to be one of those games where I'm actually not playing at 60 frames. I think I'm just going to go, oh, God, it looks so That's how Doom worked. It's a variable resolution. That's why, because 60 all the time, because we just drop resolution. Yeah, but in Doom, nothing was so good looking that you'd notice. Except those guns. <sighs> yeah, the only thing that was super good looking in Doom was when you're in, like, the middle of a glory kill. Yep. And then, like... I forget that you two didn't enjoy Eternal. I don't understand that. Uh, yes, you do. I think you I do. Know, I don't. Rem- I you don't remember Eternal. the freaking... Was it we, the Wardens? What the fuck are they do, called? Do we need to relitigate Doom Eternal? No. The game isn't you, even you hated them, too. I know, I hated... Um, I know. Okay, I hated no, I them, but then I played far. the DLC, and they fixed them in the DLC. Fixed them how? They made them easier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even get far. Everything enough to else fight is them. harder, but they were easier. Like, it's like when harder. you hit them, you're like, okay, read my mind. Read my mind. You're not reading my mind, player. You're not reading my mind. Start reading my mind. It's it's something I've never experienced playing a Souls game. So. <laughs> I can, I can tell you exactly what they did. So are they the wardens? No, I don't. We uh, for the listener, the guys with the axes that come at you. The, the, what they did is when they would come at you in the swinging, there's like a very brief flash. You could hit with the hit them with a shotgun blast to interrupt the attack. I swear they made that window larger. That's all they had the to DLC. do. The windows the were DLC. so fucking small. So then they could put two of them against you, and it still didn't feel that bad because instead of like a tenth of a second, you had like a half a second. I'm not, and I'm just guessing at the amount of it time. It did feel like a tenth but, of a second. But the window for the to interrupt that attack was significantly larger, which made them less stupid. Actually, they're not bad to fight them. That makes a significant difference in how much I'll enjoy a game is how big the parry windows are. Yeah. In, yeah. In, um, in Ghost of Tsushima, a big part of why I love the multiplayer, why I love this particular sword, is because part of my build is... I used to be like plus 35% to the parry window. Now I'm just plus 25 and it's huge. It's colossal. It's big enough. Yeah. Like, and when a guy comes to attack, I can parry him. It's awesome. It's just, it I just so good. don't know what they did. They took one of the most fun shooters ever played and made it exhausting. Yeah. I just didn't like the level design. I didn't like the level design. Uh, level design was boring God. as shit. It was. It was just like, here's a room. Now here's another room. Now here's, here's another, another room. room. Doom, See, Doom okay, 2016 in, in, was this big world to explore. And there were in all in fairness, it. the best part of Eternal was the Ancient Gods DLC. Well, I I'm not... Which neither of you played. Well, yeah. I paid 60 bucks for, for a full experience. I didn't get it, so... Well, 
Um, well, not a full. Okay, that, that's wrong. I got a full experience. The thing is, Doom Eternal went off in like a completely different direction that wasn't for Alex for me, and mm-hmm. tragically, it was perfect for you. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did I'm... like the Heaven boss. Did not like the last boss. I like Heaven I saw, in general. If if Alex and I had enjoyed Doom Eternal, it would have sold better. We are not the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware that you are not the only ones who disagree with me because I actually. I'm not going to say I prefer Eternal in 2016, but I don't hate Eternal. It was fun. I I was I was constantly checking. Did I switch it back to hard? No, it's unnormal. Yeah, Did I switch I, it back to hard? No, it's unnormal. I what the fuck? I wanted to love Eternal so much. <laughs> Me I was too. So I was so pleased. I have re I have redownloaded it and started it up four times. Oh, I think I've done it three times. I, wa- I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to love you again, Doom, but you have moved on from me. You you went to grad school and got weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to talk about weird I, in my direction. I'm like, hey. Oh my god, he's guys. talking about he's still talking about the same bottle of Merlot. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> we often talk on the podcast about how we're kind of disappointed with Platinum Games gaming output lately. Mm. Did you guys see that statement Platinum Games made this week? We're going to yeah, make they don't want to be just the and make them Destiny. Yeah. No, uh, Chamberlain, go no. ahead. They, 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 they don't want to be just the action game studio. Oh, no. Uh, it was about the, the NFT statement. Oh, oh no. That I God. didn't see. Yeah. Oh, the Marauder is the name of that beast. But anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, no. They came. Um, they just made a statement saying, basically, um, NFTs um, have zero value for people who consume art or artists. Oh, okay. I mean, good, good, good. And we will have absolutely nothing to do with them. Oh, well, very good. Good, good on them. Yeah. Just because they have the ind- they have the independence as a studio uh, to be able to say that, and that's why they formed Platinum Games in the first place. Um, someone was asking them about whether or not they would consider a buyout from, given that everyone's being bought lately, and they said uh, only if it was like in an Atlas kind of situation where we maintained full autonomy to make whatever the fuck we want, because that's mm. why we started this studio. And then Ubisoft piped up and said, we would be interested, or we would certainly listen to any offers that came our way. And Sony and Microsoft, or Sony and, uh, yeah, Sony and Microsoft are just like. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, we're hunting whales. We don't care what happens to their lives. Fuck you. What? Whales, people that spend. No, Sony and Microsoft didn't say anything. Oh, yeah, so well. they were silent. Yeah, well, yeah. they're going to start doing it. Uh, they're, no. they're not going to buy Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Well, not buy Ubisoft. But they're well, they, okay, they're going to try NFTs a little further down the line. Microsoft might buy Ubisoft um, mm-hmm. just for the IP that Ubisoft has. Yeah. Okay, aside from Assassin's Creed and Rainbow Six. Far Cry. Far Cry. The Rainbow Six is fairly consistent. Oh, but they have Rabbids and Rainman, but, those really profitable no, but, IPs. Oh, Beyond Good and Evil. How could you forget? <laughs> Assassin's Creed has been a fairly successful series. Well, it's made money. It's yeah. made money. And, for a long uh, you know, time. I don't think Watch Dogs did yes. terribly. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know if, if Watch Dogs Legion sold more than two. Well, I haven't heard. Two is the best game on the series. I haven't heard anything about a Watch Dogs 4 yet, so it's probably not good. Yeah, we might be done with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did get it. It was Legion. You've completely, yeah, and you completely forgot about it. Yeah, but Le- Legion wasn't that long ago, so there could be another Watch Dogs in development. We have no idea. Aw. Uh, no. 
But Ubisoft. All right. I am going to go run around an awesome overgrown uh, future post-apocalyptic city, eat some pizza, watch some Peacemaker, play some Horizon. I'm going to watch Laura get better on Hollow Knight. She's being all really happy right now. Yeah. Ooh, See, yeah. I, I, was, I was hearing that in the background, and I was like, do we need to let him go, or is she just doing well? No, she's doing. She's finally beating those little pill bugs. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super proud. Man, no, it's 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 beautiful the thing to see that love blossom in somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that case, Alex, thank you for being of here. Of course. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh.